0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the ANCDS Podcast. This is your host, Zach DeWall. Today, we'll be joined by Tim Scutt to discuss living with primary progressive apraxia of speech. Tim Scutt was raised on a farm near Chester, South Dakota. After graduating from Chester High School, Tim pursued a degree in marketing at Northern State University. After college, Tim has worked as a collector, a business development analyst, an inbound call center manager, a financial advisor, and a private banking manager. Tim currently serves as a commercial real estate agent with NAI Sioux Falls and as a residential real estate agent with Signature Realty out of Madison, South Dakota. In June of 2021, Tim was diagnosed with primary progressive apraxia of speech, PPAOS. As Tim has managed this diagnosis, family relationships and support have remained integral to Tim's living his fullest life. Tim joins us today to share his story of living with primary progressive apraxia of speech. All right, I'm here with Tim Scutt. Uh, Welcome to the ANCDS podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, how are you doing today? Great. Good. Tim, tell us a, a little bit about yourself and and, and and what brings you in on this podcast.
1: I married my high school sweetheart. I have three daughters, ages 12, 14, and almost 16. Um, I grew up on the farm. So I went to Northern State University, which is in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Um, I was student body president there. Um, first job out of college was Wells Fargo. Um, second job, was a financial advisor, which I did f- for 15 years. And my last stint was private banking manager um, at First Premier Bank. I'm now doing commercial real estate for an NAA Sioux Falls.
0: So all up in uh, South Dakota, is that right? Yeah. Is that where you're, is that where you're yeah. at now? Yes. What uh, What part of South Dakota are you in right now? Southeastern part. Okay. Lifelong, um, been there with a uh, high school sweetheart. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ever since. Yes. Um, and what did you, you say that you studied in school? Uh, marketing, business. Marketing and business. Mm-hmm. Right, And then straight out of school into, and it sounds like banking after that. Yeah. Yeah. Financial services. Great. Great. And so the transition that you made from, um, financial services now into commercial real estate, was that a recent change? Is that a, I was
1: recent change, um, <clears throat> just over a year ago. Um, I started June 2nd, was diagnosed June
0: 21st. Started June 2nd at the new location. So, at yeah, in the, that new job commercial. And right. Then was diagnosed, you said June 21st. Tell me, yes. tell me about that. <clears throat> well, I all started in
1: June of 2020. I realized it wasn't getting words out correctly. Hmm. So, I talked to my dentist buddy. And (laughs) I said, does this have anything to do with my tongue, my teeth, my mouth? He's like, no, you need to get that checked. (laughs) So I went to my primary care provider and he prescribed speech therapy and a brain MRI. The brain MRI came back clear. (laughs) Six months later, I was still having difficulties and they, they refer to my neurology. Um They test me for everything under the sun. <laughs> Lyme disease, MS, um, brain MRI is clear. Um, I even had sinus surgery in 2018. Um, so I went to my ENT doc to get that checked. Mm -hmm. Um, He didn't find anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, So they refer me to mail for ALS testing. um, My original appointment was scheduled for August 17th. I kept calling at 8 a.m. every morning to see if there's any cancellations. And I got in on June 21st. 7.30 that Monday morning, we met the ALS doc and he's like, I don't think you have ALS, but we're gonna t- continue to do the testing mm-hmm. so we can check that off the list. Mm-hmm. Um he said, I'd like you to give him in front of one speech pathologist. Um She happened to have an opening 930 that Monday morning within 40 minutes. She had made diagnosed primary progressive apraxia of speech, which Mm -hmm. um, my doctor and my neurologist of 45 years that he's been practicing had never heard of it. My speech therapist had never heard of it. Really? Right. Um we did an early lunch and read up on it read up on it and just went through the car and just cried. Mm-hmm. Um because it's the devastating um diagnosis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were at Mayo the whole week.
0: Yeah. Um further testing after that or did you start a a treatment right away or
1: uh no treatment no cure they don't Mm -hmm. know what causes it Mm -hmm. um just a myriad of tests
0: Hmm. yeah um you mentioned you know first off let me ask a little bit about that uh, meeting with the speech therapist um Mm -hmm. It's when, when that was June of 2021. So just about a, right. Just about a year ago. Yeah. yeah
1: okay. June 21st of 2021, so a week ago. I was going to say 53 longest,
0: weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Longest yeah. day of the year. Yeah. Uh, Longest yeah. day of the Jeez. year for my wife and I. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, With that time with the speech therapist, I know it's over a year ago now, but do you remember kind of what, what, what that evaluation looked like What that, uh, what were the measures that were of most interest right. in that room? Um,
1: I don't remember exactly. Mm. I just remember her reading, me reading sentences mm. um, aloud.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then right there. So complete the evaluation with speech therapy and
2: mm-hmm.
0: and have the diagnosis before you leave right. for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you said too about uh, departing and heading to the, the parking lot and starting to read up on it. What, mm-hmm. what um, from kind of that per- first person perspective, um, what are you searching at that point? You just Google primary progressive apraxia of speech or yes <laughs> what do you yes. what do you look for and what do you find
1: um we looked for that specifically specifically yeah. um and it wasn't good yeah um i really I did voice banking. Um, that where you,
2: oh yeah, obvious,
1: obviously, your audiences from me of with voice banking. Um, um, I got suggested that.
0: Yeah, did that start right away? Then is that something right. you, you jumped in. Um, yes. How? How? So you get the diagnosis from Mayo, um, mm-hmm. June 21st, longest day of the year. Right. And then, and, and then what's your next step? You're there at Mayo for the week, getting all the other testing done and then right. return home and, and start right. speech therapy right away. Or what yes. direction did you head? Yeah, um,
1: I was doing speech therapy prior. Um, okay. That's right. Um, That's right. Yeah. Um, so as I sped said my speech but others have never heard of it. So I connected with university in Northern Iowa and See. I spoke to them their speech pathology class in in the fall and then the spring
0: semesters. Oh, okay. So you, you're continuing on speech therapy, um, right. but then you also contact, uh, the speech pathology department at UNI yeah. in Iowa. Right. Um, and you go and you speak, provide lectures. Is that provide yes. lecture once, once a semester kind of deal and yeah, on, on the topic?
1: Okay. <clears throat> I also do the, I did it at the University of South Dakota.
0: Um, wow
1: which is in person. Yeah. You know, you know I
0: was Zoom. Oh, understood. Okay. Yeah. Um
1: cuz I don't want I'm a fishy a unicorn. Um I don't want what happened to me to happen to other people or as my speech therapist had no idea what was going on.
0: Yeah. Um, how long how, how long were you doing speech therapy before you went to Mayo? Um, six or eight months. Six or eight months. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me a little bit more about uh, the presentation or the lectures that you provided at, at UNI and at, you said, USD, University of yes. South Dakota? Yeah. Yes. Um, what What is your kind of what does your lecture sound like look like what are you you Um, on?
1: i just tell my story of diagnosis
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and uh i i talk about voice banking and how fortunate i am to have this lead time um car car accident victims and heart attack victims don't have that chance
0: yeah yeah um so making sure that that's presented to next generation mm-hmm. of speech pathologists right. within in those programs voice banking sounds a, a, a big part um yeah tell me a little bit about that experience
1: 3155 sentences <laughs>
0: okay. standards yeah
1: um yeah. i have a th- about 300 custom custom I haven't submitted it yet because once you submit it, you can't go back.
0: Really? Um, okay. Tell me when, uh, so. When did you when did you start the voice bank and that was? Um.
1: August.
2: Okay. So I got it right.
0: Yeah, that's approaching
1: here. Right okay. After. Right after it.
0: How have you, um, how have you approached it? Do you do uh, a few sentences a day? Did you try to kind of lump it all together in the beginning? How's, how's your, approach? Um,
1: I uh, did it for an hour to two hours a day. Wow. Because um, I wanted to get it done before mm-hmm. my, um, before my voice went. I also bought recordable books for the grandkids mm. I'll likely never meet. Um, that's mm. where it tears me up. Yeah. I want get to meet my grandkids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first question at mail was, was there a support group for this mm-hmm. disease? Yeah. And they said No. Yeah. I took it upon myself to create a Facebook page. Um, and that Facebook page had to get proof by mail. And then they sent out to all the study participants. And there's nine of us in that group. And wow. the next youngest one is 61.
0: I'm 45 the next youngest is 61. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, what, what's the name of that group? How would people find it? Um,
1: it's a private group.
0: Oh, okay. Um, does it stay that way or, you know, yes. just kind of thinking of my patients of kind of pointing them in directions of support. Right. Place. Is that okay. So you and eight others, I guess, or are you and nine others. Yeah. yeah eight others. others. Okay.
1: Um, May warn me I'm gonna have good speech days and bad speech days, and hmm. that's uh true for the eight out of the
0: Oh yeah, same thing, yeah. Good yeah. for that
1: speech days, bad speech days. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate the heads up on that, yeah, because. I certainly have good speech days and bad speech days. It's totally unpredictable.
0: Yeah, no pattern therein. It's just right. what comes. Um, in other interviews that I've read, um, your interview with South Dakota Public Radio and, and with other podcasts, you, you mentioned uh, some other sort of lifestyle changes that you've mm-hmm. tried. Um, what what things have you tried outside of speech therapy? Um, and have have you found any luck with those? Um,
1: uh, I've taken a lot of supplements.
0: Oh yeah. Um, Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I really don't, they make a difference.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. How did you learn about those? Is that um, specific chiropractor? Chiropractor, understood. Yeah,
1: brain health. Okay. Um, specializes in brain health.
0: Okay. Hmm. I saw the the mention of diet and exercise. Exercise being the easier of the two, right? <laughs> but tell me right. a little bit about those.
1: Right. And Mayo said do four things. Yeah. Eat rate, right, Exercise stay social, and talk a lot. Um, which, speaking my, is my superpower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, up until this disease, um, speaking was my superpower.
0: Yeah. And those, those professions that you mentioned with uh, finance and with commercial real estate, right. lots of communication involved. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, well, tell me a, a bit more about uh, any other changes within those other four recommendations. Um, eat right, exercise, socialize and talk a lot.
1: Right. Every day it says November 10th. I've taken the daily selfie with somebody else. Yeah. Um,
0: that's a great idea. Is that a, is that right. working working towards the socialization? Is that with people you may not know, <laughs> getting to know them?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, every person I know. Okay. Um. So, I'm just trying to talk a lot.
0: hmm hmm Yeah, I know. Um, you know, when I'm working with with patients with a progressive apraxia of speech, that the recommendation for more talking and more socialization certainly is made, um, you know, and we try to brainstorm ideas to increase that. Um, right. You're doing presentations uh, mm-hmm. with, with various publications. You're doing uh, podcasts like this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, how else have you found uh, the ability to step up and increase that talking um, and socialization? Yes,
1: um, I'm just a social person by nature. Yeah. Um, um which is really frustrating because this disease. Um I can't give my words out correctly. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: it's so frustrating. Yeah. Um
0: so yeah yeah uh, coping with that frustration what have right. you found what have you found to be the best? Um, uh, anything that's been helpful anything that's uh, provided more support outside of that support group?
1: Yeah um, I do see a counselor, um, yeah. a therapist. Um, um, Do you see patients with PPOS?
0: I do, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the questions that I'm thinking of as, as we run through this interview is um, what things that you've learned and how I can pass those on to those patients. Um, Perfect. Definitely um, in- increasing the awareness and helping yes. with that diagnosis is, yes. is vital right um and i hope that helps i hope this helps with that goal um, right getting that knowledge out there um and then yeah so uh, socialization the daily mm. selfie you're doing that right um, exercise what do you like to do what's your uh go-to out and about crossfit yeah you go on a regular Be- basis daily basis kind of deal Four days a week. Four days a week. Uh, <laughs> does that lead to competition then too? Is there are there CrossFit sort of yes. like events? Do you do that? No. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't <laughs> either. <laughs> um, yeah. What? How? How else do you exercise? How else do you keep healthy? Kind of balance uh, any, any socialization with exercise. Going out with the kids, with the with the girls, playing their yeah. sports
1: yes um we ride bike every so often
2: beautiful
0: right yeah we share a lot of hobbies i'm a i ride a lot of bike as well um are you Mm. a a mountain biker or a a road cyclist road cyclist we
1: have lots of nice trails i bet here
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah okay um yeah, I think those are good, accessible ways. So you work with
1: PPAOS patients. I'll email you the group and hopefully have some insight.
0: Oh, great. Um, yeah, is that something then that I would I'd share with my patients who are interested? Right. That have right. PPAOS? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd love for that. We can... Mm-hmm. We can get that worked out.
1: There are 20 people in Mayo study currently. They discovered this condition in 2010 as a relatively new diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, since 2010, they've only had a hundred participants in the study. Wow. That's how rare it is.
0: Yeah. Um, how often do you have to go up to Mayo for the study? Uh, once a year. Okay.
1: Right. Uh, Uh, I, a few months ago, I signed a form to donate my brain for research.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. How was, um, how was making that decision? What Um, kind of went into that? My
1: wife was totally against it. Mm. And, uh, I was like, "I'm not gonna use it anyway (laughs) when I'm dead." (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, if it if it helps one person, it's worth it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. um, How how did you how did you initiate? That process, process to where you could make that, uh, fill out that form, uh, you know, sign off on it. Is that something you talk with your neurology with or with the primary care? How do you get that started? Uh, the Mayo Clinic um,
1: in Rochester, Minnesota, um, encouraged it. Okay, they're like. When you're done with your brain, we'd like to have it. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a fine way to put it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. you, you've you you've spent some time up at Mayo. I think that what I heard was you've provided some presentations uh, right. to those doctors and researchers. Can you tell me a yeah. little bit about what you present uh, on there?
1: Yeah. I just told them my story.
0: Okay. Like Understood.
1: I did it with you. Understood. Um and they said what can we do different or better yeah and uh i said um what you guys do well is that you feel like you're the only patient in the world for them yeah um they take their time um one of the things I think they could have done better, um, and that's just research. Um, hmm. We went back in September and uh, we had less good questions and they didn't know the answers to th- two thirds of them. Yeah. Um, so that was my big beef.
0: With uh, with this podcast uh, hopefully being listened to by several within that research field, do you remember right. any of those questions that that you hope that you wanted to have answered that time? Um. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> right. It's been September. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a, that's a fair criticism to offer. Yeah. It's right. More research to provide more answers. Mm-hmm. Um, top concern or top sort of thing, top of your mind that you wanted to, to hear an answer for. Right. Um, What's anything? the progression? What's the progression? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then they don't know yeah.
0: everybody's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Progression. Um. Anything they were able to answer. Um, I know that I saw you had noted kind of a time prognosis. Is that something that they gave you the answer for? Is that something you've learned elsewhere?
1: Yes. Learns elsewhere. Hmm. Uh, That doctors at Mayo aren't concerned about prognosis. Hmm. Um, They said, I can't tell you. A time frame, because you get get, get hit by a bus tomorrow.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Okay. Um. Well, the few other topics I was interested in was um, hearing about your website, Speechless dot Live. Yes. Right. What's the what's the goal there? What's uh, what's the content that's available? Tell us a little um, about that <clears throat> podcast. Um,
1: I have two articles, newspaper articles that were written about me, mm-hmm. um, and then some education um, about what primary progressive apraxia of speech is.
2: Yeah,
0: I watched, the, a, I watched the video uh, that you had posted, um, the kind of quick video explaining what PPAOS right. is. Yeah, is that something you discovered on your own or was that a resource provided by? I discovered it on my own. Yeah, it's a good find. It was actually
1: produced by a student at the University of Kansas. Wow. And so we're Facebook friends now. I reached out to her um, and said, this is exactly how I feel. Um, So she did a nice job of explaining it.
0: Oh, wow. it was a collaboration with you. Is that right? No. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
1: (laughs) She did it. So then you reached out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Understood. Cool. Uh anything else up on that speechless.live. Um, um you got a I think I'd heard mentioned a book that's on its way. Yeah. Um
1: family book. It's 90% done. Wow. And then I'm gonna write a business book called Speechless, and it's how to Obtaining, maintain relationships, which I used to be good at.
2: Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I still
0: f- am good
1: at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, tell me a bit about the the first one, the family book. Is that just a, a personal book or is that something that's yes. going, I got you. Family book. Yeah. Family um, book.
1: A week after I got the diagnosis, I went to a publishing company here in Sioux Falls. um, Mm -hmm. And I said, I want to write my story. And they had the process in place um, for me to write my story.
0: And that's that, the, the family book, then there'll be kind of a single yes. published to distribute right. among family members. Understood.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Um, and then that second book, that one's not 90% done. That's one that you're fixing to yeah, start. Working. Yeah. yeah. Fixing to start. <laughs> to use a Southern phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Yeah. Um, you you mentioned voice banking. We talked a little bit about the sort of long process that that's been, right. um, how was that first presented to you? What was the, um, how, how was that explained? I think that, you know, in my clinic or in my practice, I'll just speak for myself kind of differentiating those custom phrases from what the goal is with the voice banking is, uh, right. You know, is part of the being able to speak, um, being able to describe it clearly. Um, right. What, what kind of made it click for you, that difference between the two, um, the
1: standard sentences were, I just did those, um, the custom sentences were really hard. Um, yeah. I love you, Jen. I love you, Michaela. Yeah, I love you, Alyssa. Um, I love you, Caitlin. Yeah, it's just really hard.
0: Yeah, really important.
1: Yeah, and really hard to know that Sunday I'm gonna be unable, unable
2: to speak. Yeah, right.
0: With those with those personal messages, is that something you sat down with your wife and with your kids and got some help figuring out what specific phrases to record, or is that? Uh, yes, I put it in on
1: on on Facebook and uh, <laughs> uh, asked them what phrases I should. I should use
0: yeah uh lots of good suggestions
1: yes I have an itch I don't feel well. Yeah. I'm not hungry I have a headache I'm hungry hmm. I have a sore throat tie my shoes I'd like to go outside. I'd like to lay down for a while. Yeah. Um those are all suggestions. Yeah. Um that I got from
0: people on Facebook. Uh just general or was that um especially helpful with your support group on Facebook? Uh just in general. General yeah um kind of one more treatment question which was besides the voice banking and that message banking um and those big four that mayo give you right you um any other things you've done in speech speech therapy treatment wise that you found to be really impactful or maybe less impactful (laughs) that you should reconsider um Reading out loud
1: really works.
0: Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. Um,
1: um, My speech therapist gave me it's a whole series of words. And then they start with the same letter. Mm. And then um, it goes to. A letter, um, the same letter in a word, um, and then there's
0: sentences. Okay, so mm-hmm. reading a, like a specific speech therapy list. Right. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Um, so reading aloud. Any other things that you've found have been really helpful for speech? Um, I
1: don't know about your patients, but I have trouble sleeping at night oh. um i fall asleep really well but um i roll around um mm. at three thirty in the morning yeah. um and the <clears throat> trick of that is um being tired makes my speech worse.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So a, a worse, uh, a less quality sleep the night before. Mm. And then that starts, does that start kind of feeding into the worry about the next day then? And right. now we're sleeping less. Yeah.
2: Know? Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I worry often. Um because um I sit up at three thirty running through what if scenarios. Hmm. It's yeah. really scary to have this disease. Yeah. Um and that part that tears me up as said this before is I'm at gonna get to meet my grandkids unless there is a cure
0: yeah mm-hmm. um you had mentioned i think for the grandkids working yeah. on re- recordable books is that yes right? and that's
1: yes recordable books
0: yeah so uh, i can
1: hear my voice
0: um which ones have you found I think um, I saw night before Christmas. Is there right? yes? Yeah.
1: And then night before Christmas. And uh, <clears throat> one rather book, too. Cool. Um, I love you as much as um,
0: various. things yeah yeah that's what that book is I love you as much right yeah neat um Tim I'm, I'm I'll ask you a, a couple of questions and we can start winding down there um but I'll ask you first off for the um the patients uh, of mine and of other speech pathologists um, with primary progressive apraxia of speech, um, Yeah. speaking to them directly, um, what, what's the, what message would you like to, to share if any, that could be of, mm-hmm. of service to them? Um,
1: be patient with the patients. Hmm. Um, Cause it's a frustrating disease. Um, other than that, I don't have anything.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's fair. I think that's probably the most important one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, for the kind of the same question, but more targeted towards this next generation of speech therapists, Mm -hmm. um, they're now definitely aware uh, of the, right. the diagnosis. Um, mm-hmm. Anything you'd like for them to, to hear or to take um, from this?
1: I just want what happened to me. Um, speech therapy students will recognize this condition based on what we have done. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, um, I'll, I'll direct people, uh, any listeners to your website, that's speechless.live. Yes. Um, that should have updates with uh, other presentations as they come along. I think right. that you've got a, a TEDx that you recorded that, that will that be potentially yes. out? Okay. Yes. The TEDx uh, with Tim Scott. Um, and then looking out for your business book. You said that was going to be called Speechless 2. Is that correct? Yes. Wonderful. Speechless. Well, um, Tim, thank you so much for sharing your perspective and meeting with me and, and, and talking about this diagnosis of primary progressive apraxia of speech. Thank you, Zach. Thank you for listening to this episode of the ANCDS podcast. To learn more about the Academy of Neurologic Communication Disorders and Sciences, please visit our website at ancds.org.